The Circle Center Mall, which, I mean, that's the center of Indianapolis, but it's much, much more than that. Much more than just a mall. Tony Katz, Tony Katz, today, it's good to be with you. The Circle Center Mall can be seen for the state of Indiana as, a, as something that saved Indianapolis, which enabled it to have a downtown that brought the Super Bowl that then put Indiana on the map across the state for being able to handle the biggest events in the world. You, you could say the same thing about building a stadium. These people built a football stadium when there was no football team, which is the craziest thing you ever did hear of. But it did create the opportunity to get a football team. All because the seats were blue, which is one of the great stories. Uh, Papa Ursay comes and checks out was it the Hoosier Dome and, and uh, says, you know what? Look, the seats are blue. Uh, that, that, that's, that's our color. That, that's, that's our color. It was meant to be. Some version of that is the story that, that was told. Of the story of how when the Colts came, Taking a look at the Hoosier Dome, which became, the, of course, the RCA Dome when they paid for the naming rights. That, that's how it happened. But that mall is an incredible story. It's a story of how a city came together to say, we got to do better for ourselves. We got to create an opportunity for ourselves. And they went about doing it. Well, now comes a new vision. But what will that vision be is the question. Mickey Chewy joins us right now from the Indianapolis Business Journal. Simon unloads ownership stake in struggling Circle Center Mall. Simon being Simon Property Group. These are the people who manage the malls and have uh, these shopping centers all across uh, America. Let's start with, with the basics, uh, Mickey. Let's kind of break down some, some pieces here. It's been a good number of years, 20-plus years the mall has been in existence. But the past five, six, seven years... It has just become more eyesore and more problematic than profit center and value center. What's been changing? First off, Tony, thank you for having me. Uh, and, and certainly uh, the mall has seen a lot of changes over the past uh, few years, um, not the least of which have been the exits of, of big, uh, big anchor stores, including Carson's, uh, which left a few years ago as part of a major downsizing for its parent company. Um, but then we've also lost restaurants, um, including the Palomino on the corner of Maryland and Illinois. Um, there's just been a lot of turnover lately in the, the tenants at the mall. And, uh, and more recently, um, the uh, Simon Property Group decided that it wanted to essentially outsource the uh, management of the mall um, uh, through conversations with the ownership group uh, to JLL. Uh, the Indianapolis-based uh, uh, office of JLL. So uh, that's been underway since April, and they're now managing uh, leasing for the entire property, including the vacant burger study uh, space on Georgia Street. Um, so, so there's been a lot of turnover and, and not a lot of consistency uh, for for the the mall uh, the mall tenants. Right, so you've got the vacancy of Burger Study, which is owned by uh, the, 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 the Hughes uh, people, same people who own Harry and Izzy's in St. Elmo's. Uh, you've got uh, the, the, the Champs, which is another one that's open, Palomino, which is, is still open. There, there's 
these places being open and empty uh, creates a bit of blight. You also have uh, Connor Prairie, right? Carson's, Carson. Carson Scott, uh, uh, I, I never get the name right because it just closed as I kind of got here and I, I didn't grow up with the name. But this big, massive anger tenant that they've never done anything with. And we've had uh, NCAA championship here. We've had uh, uh, other events here. And yet we still don't do anything with the space. So you have a lot of this empty space. And now that Simon has sold out, the question is what becomes of it? But it, it just if, if you can... To the extent that you know the the history here, this mall was built by civic participation, right? Business leaders saying, all right, I'm in for this much, I'm in for that much. And they built the thing as a way of attracting people to downtown. Is there still, is this, this history of, of this, what it did for this city, have you ever gone through and able to see the connection between building that mall and the growth of downtown as we know it today? Well, I mean, I'm to, to be clear, I, I am definitely going through that now as we as we continue following the story. But um, to the extent that I know, I mean, whenever you hear of a big big event coming here, a lot of people link it back to the the fact that the mall came here. As, as you were talking about before, it, it helped bring the Super Bowl here in 2012. It it's lent a lot of credence to the idea that Indianapolis is more than just a a sleepy downtown area, um, that there are things happening here. And, and to be clear, there are a few uh, a few of those vacant spaces in the mall that are being filled. Sugar factories coming later this year to the former Palomino space. Uh, that's a national chain. It's highly regarded, and it tends to bring in a lot of celebrities, actually. So we'll see how that does for Indianapolis. But you have that, and then you have a, a co-hatch, a co-working space that's going to be on the uh, first floor where um, where a former restaurant was across from uh, from Champs. So you do have a little bit going on there. But as far as the history goes, um, it, it definitely has had a big role in in bringing people downtown, in making sure that people know that there are things happening downtown. Uh, you see the Arts Garden, and that that's used a lot for events um, and. And the connectivity that the mall offers uh, really creates a a unique downtown area because no other city in in the United States that I'm aware of has the kind of connectivity that Indianapolis does, and that's largely because Circle Center Mall uh, basically acts as a tunnel system, uh, an above ground or an above ground uh, tunnel system to to get people around from the convention center all the way to Monument Circle. So um, so it definitely has an integral role in day-to-day activity for people downtown, but also in bringing events here. Talking to Mickey Shuey of the Indianapolis Business Journal, IBJ.com. Now let's talk about uh, the reno. Here you have, okay, we've got this gigantic space. I mean, it's blocks by blocks. It's, it's, it's huge. Is this the kind of thing that can get torn down and rebuilt? If so, into what? Or is the plan to try and take the existing footprint and make it work for some other vision? So it certainly seems more like the latter, that that we're going to see more of a repurposing of the existing buildings. I have not heard anybody to this point say, hey, let's tear down the mall and put something brand new here. It's more about repurposing the Carson space, repurposing the, the vacant areas that are that are throughout the mall, 
uh, trying to bring some residential downtown really to the core of downtown because um, certainly you have some some housing on Market Street. You have the Conrad across from the mall um, that has some some high uh, high end premium condominiums, but but you don't really have that market rate apartment right in the core of downtown where the mall is. So that seems to be a priority, along with retaining some of the retail, but maybe converting it into more entertainment or or other uses uh, to to keep people blocking down here. I think it's interesting that you would that that there's this idea that here's a mall, and the answer is well, let's keep the shape of a mall because it just doesn't it it doesn't fly when you even take a look at malls that are successful. It's very often more that outdoor kind of thing, even with the cold weather uh, that that we get, and it's the mixed use uh, conversations. Uh, could we see uh, apartments and condos coming? Uh, more of them coming to downtown? Could we see another hotel? You know, what are you hearing from Visit Indy or uh, Indy Sports Corp uh, regarding the need for more hotel space for conferences and events? I mean, there's always that need for more hotels, Tony. But, but I mean, it is important to note that there is uh, this massive uh, Signia Hilton project uh, planned across from the convention center that's supposed to open by 2025, break ground by the end of this year. Uh, and that will add at least 800 rooms, maybe up to 1,400 rooms uh, over the next five, six years. So, to this point, I have not heard anything about a hotel uh, down here, but but they're also not necessarily thinking of keeping the shape of the mall because if you really think about Circle Center Mall, a lot of it's just an amalgamation of buildings that were here before that kind of were converted into a mall space, so, um, so they kind of flowed throughout. So um, while the buildings will probably still be the same, the the skeletons will probably change some on the inside to make clear that this is more than just just a regular shopping mall and to, to kind of heighten the experience for people living or working or visiting uh, this this venue. So what is the thing that you have heard that is the absolute craziest idea out there somebody who's thinking of yeah you know what we can uh, do with this uh, just the most out there idea that we could see in downtown indy well if i recall tony actually you you might have actually had that idea when we were talking uh, a few months back uh, to, to i think throw a, a stadium on top for for indy 11 I did, that, that has been my idea. That of where yeah. where they're thinking about building Eleven Park, which is this whole idea put out by our Saul Ozdemir and the and the Indy Eleven. He's the owner of the of the Indy Eleven, a good guy. Um, they're going to build a whole park, and it's going to be offices. It's going to be a whole world around uh, this this stadium for the Indy Eleven. And I said, boom, put it right in downtown, right on top of the mall. That was mine. I admit that that was mine. Um, I wouldn't care if you tore it down and built it right there. It'd be amazing. A soccer stadium in the middle of downtown where you could also like do concerts and things like that would be fantastic. You got to think big, Shuey. <laughs> yeah, well, uh, that's, uh, that's beyond my pay grade. I'm just paid to write about it. So you haven't heard of anything wild and crazy on the, on the horizon? Honestly, I have not. Uh, it, we're still very early on in the reporting on all this, and, and things are changing day by day as they typically do with with the, the reactions to to the to this news. I mean, this just broke on on Friday, so we're we're still chasing all this, and uh, and hopefully we'll have some uh, some things to report uh, later when, this week. When do you think when, when do you think Indianapolis will start seeing changes to it? 
Um, in talking with uh, with some officials, it sounds like by the end of this year, uh, the the mall ownership group uh, hopes to have at least a plan in place, and then potentially uh, start working on that in early 2023 to make that uh, come to life. Whatever so sooner that rather than be. later. Do you think this becomes a conversation piece that becomes part of the mayor's race as uh, possibly Joe Hogsett runs for uh, a third term? Uh, do you, is, is this something that's going to be a, a political hot-button issue? I, I honestly can't speak to that, Tony. It may be. It may not. I, I really don't... Uh, that that's not my world. I'm I'm focused on real estate and sports, so uh, so that's a little bit beyond me. But but if I had to guess, I'm I'm sure that 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 people on on each side of the aisle will probably uh, make make this a big a big topic of conversation for years to come. So whether that plays in the mayor's race, I don't know, but uh, I'm sure that that everybody's going to be interested in what happens with the mall. Mickey Shuey, Indianapolis Business Journal. I appreciate you taking the time. More coming up. I'm Tony Katz.